0: Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is a lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Praise the
1: Lord. I wanted to welcome someone to church this morning. I'm not saying that because I just want you to welcome someone. I want you to welcome someone specially to church this morning. Let me explain it better to you. Maybe you do it better. You are alive today for a purpose. You are alive today for a purpose. You know, from the moment the worship started, I just knew we're here for a good time today. The man that started, you actually started with the song they sang during our wedding reception. You know, yes. And the amazing part, you were singing and I was trying to remember where God brought me out from. Shadé took a risk marrying me actually because I didn't look like it at all, as in I was far from it. And that's gonna be a message for someone in the house today. Please sit down. I'm sorry, keeping you standing. I'm so sorry. Pastor Sheon caused this. <laughs> oh my god. Can you help me? Please, you have to stand up once again. I want you to help me celebrate Pastor Sheon and she worshipers. Can we celebrate the two of them? You know, praise the Lord. I know I'm eating into my time. When Pastor Sheung called me a friend, I can conveniently call Pastor Sheo my friend. Because Pastor Sheung is my friend. You know, I can be on the phone with Pastor Sheo and I'm just talking and I'm just myself. Please, can I, let's just sit down. So please, Pastor Sheo, thank you so much for standing here. I'm not taking this for granted in any way. And I want to welcome Pastor Felix. That is my Olu Agba. Pastor <laughs> 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 Felix, it's good to see you. Oh, I want to tell us two stories today. If I want to title the message, I have different titles for it. Dig the well before you are tested. Love is not enough. It's not enough. There's something, there's an equation I'm going to introduce this morning. We've been married for, this is our 18th year, right? Yes. It's our 18th year. But like I said, I didn't look like it when the journey started. I remember when we went to their, uh, to their house for the introduction. Someone was actually looking at me, oh, the copper. I didn't look like the okoyao, as <laughs> it was that bad. But my story is someone's testimony up front. That I'm, I'm here today to encourage you, to let you know that... You will end this year. I'm not even talking about five years. I'm talking about this year. This year, that you will end this year in a way that you'll be shocked yourself. Yeah. I have this prayer meeting with four men, and we're praying last night. Let's quickly open our Bible to Psalm 51. I saw that scripture last night, and I took it with the men. Psalm 51. I think verse 6 or 7. I want to take it from TPT. Okay. I want to take it from TPT. Okay, it's verse 12. He said, let my passion for life be restored. Tasting joy in every breakthrough you bring to me. A lot of people can't remember the taste of joy again. Even in their marriage. Even in their finances. But he said this morning, he said, let my passion for life be restored. I want you to tell yourself this morning, my passion for life is being restored this morning. Testing joy in every breakthrough you bring to me. Hold me close to you with a willing spirit that obeys whatever you say. So, that obeys whatever you say. I'm going to be starting from there this morning. I will tell you a story. Love is beyond the butterflies you feel in your stomach. It goes beyond that. I remember the early days. Shade would tell me, she's the type that she wants to plan. Like around 10.30, 10 in the morning yesterday, I just said to her, let's start going to Lagos today. I'm like that. I can wake up at any time and feel, oh yeah, let's travel. And she was like, ah, Balaji, you got, we can't do that. So we have two different people coming into this institution called marriage. I'm talking to couples, I'm talking to singles, and I'm talking to, if you have any single mother in the house, the message is going to cut across board this morning. What I call this morning is life instruction, life manual. What do I need to go from point A to point B? Like I tell people when they come for my meetings, that the greatest gap in the world is between what you know and what you are doing. So some of the things I'll be talking about this morning are things that you know. But I just want to tweak it a bit this morning. And I want to tell you that you are more than this. I was looking at Femi doing that thing. And I was like, God, you know, a lot of people can do this too. But they never knew they could do it. And they are not trying and they are not stepping out. So there are so many things you can do. It's just because you've not taken that step to come out and tell yourself, I can do it. Let me tell us a story. This is for, for the couples. Let me start with the couples first. She sat quietly for a moment before looking at him in the eye and asking. Okay, let me start. Let, let me start this way. The lady asked the guy or rather the guy asked the lady, what kind of a man are you looking for? Can I have a lady and a guy if you're bold enough come out this morning? Please come. Please assist me. I can see the way you're looking at me. Stand there. <laughs> am I cooking anything okay I shouldn't cook okay I, I have PhD in cooking oil. ask him I mean ask her rather what kind of a man are you looking for
2: what kind of a man are you looking for
0: just a good man a good man
1: a good man that's not good enough, because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you the lady's reply here. I just want to tell you us to see this before I show you the lady's reply. Okay, let me just because of time. She said, "Okay, you can go and sit down." She said, "A good man," but look at the lady's response here. She sat quietly for a moment before looking at him in the eye and asking, "Do you really want to know?" Reluctantly, he said, "Yes." She began to expound. As a woman in this day and age, I'm in a position to ask a man. What can you do for me that I can't do for myself? I pay my own bills. I take care of my household without the help of any man or woman for that matter. I'm in the position to ask, what can you bring to the table? The man looked at her. Clearly, it thought that she was referring to money. She quickly corrected his thought and stated, I'm not referring to money. I need something more. I need a man who is striving for excellence in every aspect of his life. Did you see that? He sat back in his chair, folded his arms, and asked her to explain. She said, "I need someone who is striving for excellence mentally because I need conversation and mental stimulation. I don't need a simple-minded man. I need someone who is striving for excellence spiritually because I don't need to be unequally unequally yoked. You know? I need a man who is striving for excellence financially because I don't need a financial burden. I need someone who is sensitive enough to understand what I go through as a woman." but strong enough to keep me grounded. I need someone who has integrity in dealing with relationships. Lies and game playing are not my ideal of a strong man. I need a man who is family oriented. One who can be the leader, the priest, and provider to the lives entrusted to him by God. I need someone whom I can trust. In order to be submissive, I must trust him. I cannot be submissive to a man who isn't taking care of his business. I have no problem being submissive. It just has to be worthy. And by the way, I'm not looking for him. He will find me. I'm not looking for him. So the man must be ego-like. He will find me. Now look at this. He will recognize himself in me. That means I'm going to compliment him. Hey. He said, he was, he was amazed. He said, hey. Me, God made woman to be a meet for man. I can't help a man if he can't help himself. When she finished her spiel, she looked at him. He sat there with a puzzled look on his face and said, You are asking a lot. The man said to her, you are asking a lot. Guess her reply. She replied, I'm worth a lot. I'm worth a lot. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor I'm worth a lot. I'm worth a lot. So, I want to pick some things from that story. She was deliberate about her choice. As in she wasn't just looking for a good man. She stated her objectives. I want this. I, I want this. I I want someone that can stimulate me. I was listening to someone recently. He said, "Do you know why a lot of men don't talk to their wives?" Because you are not bringing anything to the table. If, even if I tell you the problem, what are you going to... It's not every time that the guy needs money. I mean, can you engage me? And it's the same way too. Can you engage her? You know, a lot of... I remember the early days of our marriage. I was so threatened. I had serious complex problem. Why? Because Shadé was earning times 10 of my salary. Practically times 10. Who can guess my favorite scripture in the Bible? I, I mean, you should be able to guess that wives submit unto your husband that was my favorite scripture (laughs) not because i had any revelation from that scripture because i needed something to fight that self-esteem problem i had and any little arguments in the house i'll tell her come is it because you had more than me i was not secured in myself and a lot of families are going through that stage currently but look at what this lady stated i'm worth a lot can you write it in your notes i'm worth a lot Proverbs 16.3, I want us to run this one. Every choice we make, no matter its size or relative importance, has a degree of reward or penalty attached to it. Some choices are easy to make. Others may require hard work, intense search, being vulnerable. Our lives are shaped by our choices. And I want to go another route again. Your life is shaped one way or the other with the quality of your relationships. I ask some people sometimes that come. When I see one, two, three people around you, I can say a lot of things about you. I know where you are going. I told someone recently that do you know police people don't stop me on the road to check my papers. They'll stop me and they'll just look at me. Okay, you can go. Why? There's something about you. The same way, how do you identify your choices? It's not because the guy has money. See, some people are so poor that they don't think they have his money. So money is not a factor here. I did not look like it before she married me. Let me now tell you another twist. All the cars in the house, only one carries my name. Every other car, I didn't even just put Mr. and Mrs. Everything fully registered in her name. I'm secured in myself. I left that school. I graduated from that school. I left with the first class. And I'm on the other side now. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. That was the day she, they went to renew one of the papers. She didn't even, I don't even come back and come and tell her, Did you know I registered that guy in your name? This one, she, she was not even in the picture. They did the registration. They dropped the papers at the gate. And she was going out, they gave her the paper. She just looked at it. Ah, bolaji. to koko wa ya sorry, I don't know how to translate that. As in, they really, she really cooked vegetable for me and I will eat it again. And I will eat it again and I will eat it again praise the name of Jesus the Bible says in Proverbs nineteen two that the best way to live is with revelation knowledge for without it you will grow impatient and run into error one of the things I want to say to the singles let me particularly let me talk about the singles I'm going to zero in on the men my mission here this morning is actually on the men because if we get it right as men it will impact our homes it will impact our nation it will change so many. That's why I've been praying with men since July. The only men in the room. We had the one for this month last night. It was awesome. And we're doing another seven days challenge starting tonight. Seven days, 10 p.m. till 10.30. A lot of people signed up last night. As a man, you are the priest in the house. See, you are not loving your wife because she's lovable. It's a command. It's a command. I can see, I'm sure she doesn't trust me. I'm sorry again. Those early days, there'll be issues. Then uh, we go into snowballing. I don't want to talk. I want to keep my lease. Want... These days, I'm sorry comes out of my mouth effortlessly. Singles, pardon me. Let me talk to the married debate. One of those days I had issues with her. And I was boiling on the bed. And I just saw her coming out of the bedroom. Ah! I sent a message to my guys. I said, guys, I need to apologize you. <laughs> Because because what I'm saying now, I don't think I can be myself again. What's the point in punishing yourself? I apologized. I and mean, don't conclude the story O. Oh. So when love is not enough, how do you actually do it? How do you get it right and make it last? Those are my questions this morning. How do you keep it fresh? Because love grows and love dies. So if you don't pick your choice well, you just discover that. That thing tingling on your inside cannot take you for 72 hours. Someone said, I I saw a post recently that I was eager to become an adult so that I I, I could be getting to meet. But by the time the bills started coming, and you know the bills these days, they're like a bungee. (laughs) Anytime they tell me the children are on meet and break, the wife will be happy, the children will be happy, but in my own mind, We've gone 50%. Ah! <laughs> That's a show. We keep messing it up. Relationships fail and friends let us down. We keep airing all that you need is love. But let me say to you this morning, what you need is love plus an instruction manual for what is to come after we have after entered the game. There's a manual. How do you go about it? What do I do? I tell people, who is mentoring you? Whose voice do you listen to? I have different mentors. There's a guy mentoring me financially. But when it comes to marriage, I close everything closable so that I don't don't want to hear anything he's saying. Because when it comes to marriage, he had bad views. My marriage is working today. See, Pastor Evans said, the trend outside there is to date, then you get married. But he said the normal process is to marry and the dating starts. Don't you see the Oshibesons? I see those pictures. I, saw, I just say, hmm. Did this, how many of you saw the seashell pictures? Yeah. What came to your mind? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't go there. <laughs> I'm going to rush this morning because the time is just so flying. You won't be happy with a partner until you can be happy on your own. You won't be happy with a partner until you can be happy on your own. Ask yourself, I'm worth it. So if the guy is coming for me, what is he bringing to the table? Because I'm bringing something to the table. I don't need him to be happy. Praise the name of Jesus. I wanted us to look at 1 Corinthians 13, but I have less than five minutes more. I was going to tell the couples another story before. I put in my note, five elements that affect your mindset. And I want us to quickly talk about those five elements this morning. This time around, I want the men to be attentive because I want to pray with you after this session. I told you I had a serious, complex problem. Any little issue, I was seeing it from my own side. I was so selfish. What is love? Christ so for, the Bible says for Christ so loved the world, for God so loved the world that He did what? He gave His only begotten Son. That means Christ loved to the point of death. Can you die for that, babe? I remember during COVID, I heard there was a particular couple. The guy would be pushing the wife to go out. I was the one going out in my house. Anything that, I don't want you guys to come. I don't want you guys to go out. Let me be the one going out. That is a man. That is a man taking fire. Can you take fire for that babe? And it's not just about what you are saying. I, say what you do, speak so loud that I can't even hear what you are saying. I don't know why we jump into relationships because if you farabale, pardon that English, if you farabale, you see those signs, little dates, you find it difficult to pay. I mean, you see, you see, those things are there, but most times we always ignore those red, real signals. Can I stay with you? What are his views? What do you discuss during dating? When you're going out, what, what do you talk about? We waited for four years for our first baby to show up. Do you know what sustained us during this period? I heard all, all sorts of suggestions. All sorts of ideas came. But because of what we had discussed, I'm going to tie it up with the God factor. Let me quickly tell you the four E's, then I'll now bring it back to this story. The first E is education. I'm not talking about just going to school alone. Education. Is your mind opened? a lot of advice will come your way. One of those days, and some very funny thoughts will come to your mind. But because of how we started, because of what we had discussed, even then, that I still had those complex problems, we had time to still discuss. We said, okay, don't worry, we will do this. From point A, we'll go to point B. From point B, we'll go to point C. One of those days, I was coming back from the office, and I got to Osborne in Ekoi, and the thought just came. The doctor said there was nothing wrong with you. And there was nothing wrong with your babe. Why didn't you sleep with another woman and let's just try it out? Born again, spirit-filled, demon-chasing, heaven-bound, and such a thought came to my mind. And I kept quiet. I was afraid. And everywhere became silence in the car. By the time I got to Woroshoki, it was as if I heard a voice in my car. If you do that, the woman will be pregnant immediately. But that is the end of your marriage. And that word kept me till the baby showed up. At the time again, we went to see, um, one of our friends said we should see his pastor friend. Because we, we, I mean, the doctor said there was nothing wrong with the two of us. And the man said, oh, first of all, you need to give out all your wedding presents. And we give out those beautiful presents. Ignorance. Turn to your neighbor, say, ignorant kill faster than bullets. We give out all those wonderful gifts. And finally, the man said, your mom was behind it. Thank God for God. You can imagine a woman that had been under tension. I just said, Shadi, and I said something to her. I'm going to say to you now. Remember what I told you, that even if you don't have any baby, I will love you to the end of time. And I'm still standing by it. But today we have our house full of them. And I was that serious that they are told her I come. I didn't marry you because of BBO. That if we don't, we'll keep running the show. First case scenario, we pack our bag and leave the country. We go to a place where nobody will harass us. Your sanity is more important. Your health is more important. So if your choice is not okay from the day one, you've jettisoned your peace. You've jettisoned your sanity. Praise the name of Jesus. The second E, experience. Experience. If you look around, I don't know why we're not seeing all these things. There are times I see some couple and I say, come, where did they meet each other? I became a family coach during the lockdown because remember before the lockdown then, any any small issue, the guy would pick his car keys and drive out of the house. But COVID locked everybody at home. A lot of marriages went under pressure. A lot of relationships broke up. A lot of, I was going to say pastors, let me leave that one. Even pastors, let me tell them. But guess what happened? We kept telling those people, it is well, it is well. But we knew it was not well. I jumped into the coaching line and a couple came to see us and I said to them, your marriage is boring. Are you guys not tired? But I now discovered something. The foundation was faulty. Choice, the foundation. So for the singles in the house today, the foundation, no matter how beautiful this structure is, the most important part of this building that we are not seeing is the foundation. And that has to come with the choices you're making. See beyond this money. I've told you some people are so poor, the only thing they have is what? Money. The third E, exposure. You need to broaden your mind. You need to read wide. I sit down and, I tell, and at times, I see a lot of things in the corporate world where a guy feels For me to be a superstar, I must not allow others to know what I know. They must not see what I'm reading. Some pastors don't even want you to know what they are reading. That was old school. Praise the name of Jesus. The fourth E, environment. This is very, very important. Association. If there's one thing I'm particular about when it comes to parenting, we tell our children, your association will determine a lot about your life. They will alter the trajectory of your life. They will determine where you are going, whether you are going to go find life or not. Just show me your friends. I can say one, two, three things about you. A lot of people had made the wrong choices today. Ah, go out with that guy now. Ah, Dotsun. Dotsun is a nice guy. Oh. Are you the one that will live with Dotsun? I hope there is no Dotson in the house. Are you the one that will live with Dotsun? And a lot of people had missed that step of their life. In the exposure part, in the environment part rather, I put the God factor under it. I say, they got factor for, you know, I asked her one day, Shadi, why did you marry me? Because I knew I was a medical doctor that was ready, ready, ready. The guy had pay and everything. And she said to me that there was a voice within saying, my future is tied to you. Praise the Lord. When they did the documentation of our house in Ibadan, the guy brought it and they wrote Mr. and Mrs. Bamidele. For they married in the house. How many people are married in the house? And how many of you have your wristwatch on your right? Shade Lucas, there's one. There's another person. She asked me when we were coming. You're yeah, the only one I know that put your wristwatch on your right. And I said to her, Classy people put it on the right. Yeah. I hope I didn't stir up anything. <laughs> the God factor. When you have the capacity to hear God, your error margin goes to zero. There are times the guy does not look like it. But God is saying, the day I heard Debola Dejikromi's testimony about how she married the husband, and that the guy did not look like it at all. But once you have the capacity to hear God, your error margin goes to zero. I work in an industry where if the error is within 5%, it's allowed to pass. They tell you, no, know, it can fly. But with God, it goes to zero. So your, God, your ability to hear God is very, very important here. Then the last one. Before I have it, go into my expectation, under the expectation part, when I hear some people's comments, uh, I, don't, I don't want to use some words, I ask them, okay, tell me what you're expecting in this guy. When I do counseling for a couple, I tell them, what are your expectations? They used to call her MOB's wife. Until she was correcting, mm-mm. I have my own identity. Don't put me under M-O-B. Because a lot of people don't even know my name. They just come, M-O-B. Someone stopped me in church. Please, what is your name, self? And she had to stop that. Mm-mm, I have my own identity. What are your expectations from life? It said, revive us again, oh Lord. When I saw that scripture, I said to myself, God, I need to, when they said, I am that I am. he it has his own identity. So some people will say, I'm um, pastor, she's wife. But I have a name. What are your expectations in that relationship? What are your expectations? Some people tell me we've been dating for seven years, and you don't have a clear-cut discussion. Where are we going? If a guy is getting too close to you, you have you have liberty to ask him, "Guy, what's up?" You can draw the line because if you don't draw the line, the guy is disturbing other people from checking you out, and he's burning your cables. Same way with married people, we learn to draw the lines. I don't allow some people to violate my space. There are some calls at a certain time I don't pick. Some calls. A lady saw me in Ibado. She saw me at a place and she came around. Hey, I was thinking in my head, where have I seen? Okay, church. Oh, you are a minister in church, so everybody know you. And she said, eh. And under three minutes, this conversation switched. Eh, I just got this thing and so so amount of money. Ah, I just symbolized you to one chance here. Yeah. I had no choice. I brought out my wallet. I gave her something. And she was still trying to say, please, will you leave? Three weeks ago, no, two weeks ago, right, I was coming. Then I just saw someone flagging me down at the, at the bus stop. Immediately I picked that face. I said, oh, that lady that I saw. I moved. Five minutes later, I just saw a bike by my side. The lady was trying to flag me down. I said, I just go straight. I just whipped back at her. I ah, got to see you. Draw the line. Draw the line. There's something I'd love, love to talk. I want to because, okay, my time. What's the? Last one? <laughs> A lot of marriages are on life support. Hence, you must be properly aligned before you come into the institution. Do you know that when it looks like this, my lady, if you come and tell someone that, oh, I'm getting married tomorrow. Some school of thought will tell you, ah, That's a very bad institution, because of their experience, right? Another person will tell you, oh, what a great institution. I said to Femi this morning, I said, Femi, in 17 years' time, you will look back, and you won't be able to reconcile what you will see. Because a lot of people can't reconcile it today. When they see me, I I mean, you can't imagine that 17 years ago, I can't pay my bills. I remember, let me tell you a a funny story. Then we're still staying in Ogba here. Shade would tell me at the end of the month, can we drop our plans for the month? What are the things that we need? And we start writing. By the time we get to number six or number five, my whole salary had gone. And I would would just flip the paper. I'm not discussing this thing again. I'm not planning. She said, no, it's good to plan. I said, because in my mind, I was just seeing figures and figures and figures. But thank God for the woman that I married. Can you let me put my hands together for her? Thank God for the woman that I married. Because she always puts all those things together because we are coming from different backgrounds. And that's why one of the things I tell people, don't try to change your partner. That is not your business. You are not wired to change your partner. Work on yourself. What I did was to work on myself. And guess what? By the time you start working on yourself, your partner will start getting better. Expectation. I was working on, I'm working on myself, but I'm expecting to see a different being. That was the day I was coming down the stairs. I was already dressed for office. We, our ma- house manager does not come every day. I, I think she comes three times in a week. Oh, that's what we call her, yes. She's our house manager. She manages the house. So, one of those days, she didn't come. And there were plates to wash. God, I came downstairs and I just saw the look on her face. I went back upstairs, I rolled my sleeves, I came back to help her wash the, wash the plates. And guess what? For days like that, to the, the singles can close their heads now, your check will not bounce. For days like that, anytime you present your check, it will just fly. Pam. Someone said, mm. yes. Because a lot of things are boring here. I'm, going to, I'm, I'm talking to singles i'm talking to couples i'm talking to all of us you can spice your life up most times our lives are boring wake up in the morning morning devotion go to the office come back listen to channels news go back to bed what else life is more than that i'm going to drop my notes for because i have some things i couldn't talk moment i start looking at the time I'll, I'll drop this for Pastor Sean to What are the things you need to do? Maybe I should quickly tell three of them. Yeah. You need to be intentional with your growth. It's called the law of intentionality. Personal growth does not occur automatically. No, you don't grow up automatically. It's only on age that every year, if you don't do anything, but when it comes to personal growth, you have to be intentional about it. You have to tell yourself that I need to go from this point to this point. And the second one is awareness. You have to know where you are standing. If I'm coming to Pastor Shone's house now, the first thing, if, and I call you from Beggar, I'm on my way to your house. The first question you ask me is, where are you? Law of awareness. You need to ask yourself, where am I currently? What are my shortcomings? My marriage is not working today because of this, 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 this. See, you need, you need to get to that state where you'll be truthful to yourself. You tell yourself that things are not working because of this, because of this. My choice is, there was one story that came to me. I was going to tell us that story. One day, Samson was in Timna. And one of the Philistines women caught his eye. His father and mother objected. But guess what the man did? Isn't there even one woman in our tribe or among all the Israelites you could marry? They asked him, why must you go to the pagan Philistines to find a wife? But Samson told his father, get her for me. She looks good to me. Like I said, dig the well before you are thirsty. What what was the end of Samson? What caused the fall of Samson? So, the third one is law of environment. You must be motivated, disciplined, and ready to change. But your environment might be holding you back. The law of environment. I spoke along these lines somewhere recently, and someone asked me, if I don't have the opportunity to travel, what happened? I said, no, you're missing it all wrong. I'm talking about... Internal journey first. The journey starts from the mind. If I'm going to have a great marriage, I said to myself, I'm called to love this babe, not because of what she does for me, but because I want to have a great home. Yeah. There were days I would come and I would tell her to cook at this time. Then we'd even have understand that you don't eat very late at night. But now, I'd rather let's do the cooking together. That was another story that I would love to tell the couple about what happened. A very funny story. Maybe during the panel session, I'll tell us that story. Do you, are you convincing her with your action that you care? Because it's very easy for us to open our mouth and tell our wives, I care, but you are saying something else. You are saying something with your mouth, but your action is depicting something else. Praise the Lord. Then the law of consistency. If you are not disciplining, all the motivation in the world won't help you grow. If you are not disciplining, there are times, some men are not mad though. They tell themselves, I want to be a great husband. I want to get it right, but issues of life, things of life, stops them, and that is where the God factor comes in. Praise the name of Jesus. At this stage, can can we stand up and pray? I'm I'm actually I couldn't go so much into my notes, but there's a scripture I want to so put to all. Then we'll pray this morning. Let me say this to us before we pray this morning. Praise the name of Jesus. I wrote in my note that if you vibe together, you can build together. But that process of vibing together takes the God factor. It takes you seeing the way God sees. It takes you, you know, there are times you want to get something right, but there's a voice at the back of your mind telling you, you cannot do it. Your uncle didn't have a great marriage. Your auntie didn't have a great marriage, and they are telling you about five of three people in your family that didn't have a great marriage. So at that point, you just conclude, we don't have great marriages in our families. A lot of singles are like that that, oh, we marry late in our family. That is the life from the pit of hell. Praise the name of Jesus. That is the life from where? From the pit of hell. So I want us to pray this morning. Psalm 62 verse 2. Can, can, we, can you give me that verse? Psalm 62 verse 2. I want us to pray from that this morning as I close this session. It says, He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. He is my champion defender. There's no risk of failure with God. There's no risk of failure with who? So why would I let worry paralyze me? A lot of men are under pressure in the house. I'm talking to men now. A lot of men can't pay their bills. A lot of men are, they feel my manhood would have been affected. I'm not the man again in the house. But look at what the Bible says. Said, I will not allow worry to paralyze me, even when troubles multiply around me. If you go to verse 6, that is verse 2. In verse 6, exactly the same thing. He alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me. As my champion defender, there's no risk of failure with God. So why will I allow worry paralyze me? I want us to pray this morning that God, in this season, I'm sure we've listened to so many. I've listened to those messages. I actually went on your podcast and I listened to Pastor Shane's message. I listened to your message. I was so blessed. I've listened to practically all your messages on your podcast. Yes. I follow... You closely. If there are two ministries that follow closely in Lagos, your ministry and Pastor Shegon's ministry, I actually subscribe to their messages every Wednesday, immediately after seven, every Sunday, I get the messages back in my mail. I don't need to repeat some of the things they've told you. I want you to pray this morning that God is your wraparound presence is all that I need. I will not miss it in the name of Jesus. And for those marriages under pressure this morning, I speak the all of joy into those marriages this morning in the name of Jesus. See, the God factor thing, you know, a lot of families are relocating lately. But if God is not telling you to move and you move, you are on your own. Praise the Lord. So finally, I want you to tell Tom, pick a partner now. For the marriage, pick your partner. For the couples, pick your partner. That God, <laughs> no, I want us to pray now that God, whatever it takes for, us to, for me to succeed, whatever I need to see, whatever I need to know, whatever needs to come my way, this season, my eyes are opened in the name of Jesus. This season, there's a stirring up from within, oh Lord. Whoever needs to open any door for me, I declare those doors opened in the name of Jesus. A lot of people, you've been seeing your partner, But because it didn't look like it, you've been passing him by. So I want us to pray that this week, something fresh, something new will be my Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we prayed. This is the part I dread most. This is the part that Shadi will be telling you people my secrets. Pastor Shun, I want you to put your hands together for yourself this morning. Thank you so much, sir.
2: Thank you so much, sir. Please, ma'am, please come. So we can just a minute. Let me just try to make it. Sorry, I'm going to be. Let me just. Sorry. Please take your seats. There's just a way that it must be. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can we move this? All right. Can we appreciate Mr. and Mrs. Mobola Jibamidele? Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for those words. You know, I was telling my wife that um, they are 18 years. Or, or, the 18 year. here. we are 90 years. So we are half. But well, we'll get there. In Jesus' name, to say, amen. amen. All right, so I just want to direct the first question to um, Sister Shade. When you waited four years before you had your first child. Can you just tell us what it was like and what, what kept you? How, how, was, how was it for you?
0: Okay. How was it? Praise God. Okay, um, well, let me start this way. Wait, because during the, my, the waiting season, I had to, you know, study the Bible. I had to ask God some questions. I had to listen to some things to, to, for some instructions from God. And God said, when he says wait, it means pause. It means be patient. It means for a season. Delayed for a season. Delayed for a purpose, praise God. And so I was asking, because there are sometimes things happen to you, and it comes so fast, and you don't even appreciate what you have because you're getting it on a platter of gold. But there are sometimes things up. You ask for things, and God says, no, it's not time. Not because He's not a good God not because he doesn't want to give you at that time, but because he probably sees that you don't have the capacity to handle that thing at that time. Mm. And so he says, wait. I remember we, when, we got, when we were married, you know, he was working in a different city. He was working in Ngo and I was in Lagos. Mm. And we were like that for about a year before he moved back to Lagos. Mm. And then I was working in the bank. I'd been working in the bank be- before we got married. And so... I just looked at myself and I was at the head office. Mm. And there are times, even after the four years' wait, and we had my first son, they practically didn't know me in his school for d- during his nursery days because I was never available. Wow. I was, you know, always in the office. So it was more of him that the teachers were, you know, always talking to and everything. And I just asked myself. Okay, there was a day we were on Third Milan Bridge around 9 p.m. And I asked him, I said, look, if we had a baby at home at this time, what will happen to that baby at this time, you know? Because, I mean, it was a case of I probably leave my job at that time. So I was like, maybe God even understands or has a reason for the baby's not showing up mm. now because there's no way we can handle this at this time. So when... Okay, so fast forward... The babies were not coming. We prayed, did everything, and they still were not showing up. We went for medical checkups, and the doctor said we were fine, but the babies were not showing up. And so I said, look, God, if it's going to take me having to do so many things, because, you know, after we saw the pastor, we prayed, and it was like, um, give out all your wedding gifts and all that, and then he said, it's your, okay, first, you know, it was I, my own mom wasn't alive, so it was like, okay, is your father, is your husband's mom? And I just looked at this. I said, look, we're done. Yeah. Let's just. And I told God, I said, look, God, I'm just going to stop calculating for you. If you want me to have a baby, you're going to make it easy. I'm not going to struggle to have it. And so I'm not going to struggle to have the children. And so I just stopped calculating for God. I stopped worrying, basically. It's not as easy as it sounds yeah, now. Yeah, But I had to stop worrying. I had yeah. to tutor myself. I had to lecture myself to stop worrying. Because it got to a time... my It was as if my life was on a standstill. Or at a standstill that, okay, until the baby comes, then we can move on. But I had to snap myself out of it. Look, life goes on. Even... If the children are not showing up. And so I started doing so many things. I, I started learning a, a lot of skills. I was still working in the bank. I started learning a lot of skills and everything because my life just needed to move on.
2: Yeah.
0: And so I moved on. But there was one thing I did. We had names for the children. We we had names for three of them actually. And, wow. you know, and I started buying baby things. So when I had my first pregnancy. When I first got pregnant, my colleagues didn't know it was my first pregnancy. They were like, oh, you're the younger brother or the wow. younger sister. Because <laughs> I mean, I did not act as if I would they would bring baby things to the office, I'll buy. Wow. And I'll keep them at home, you know. So I, I just moved on and I told God I was going to stop calculating for God. And I just put all my trust in God. And I said, God, if he's going to come, he's going to come with ease, and he's going to come at your time, and he's going to come peacefully. And you know, when the babies started coming, I mean, they they started coming back to back.
2: (laughs) They were just coming. They were just coming.
1: They
2: were just coming by themselves. You You
1: know, there was a day I was feeling, I was feeling a form in the
2: office. Yeah.
1: And someone said to me,
2: I mean, you don't just can help him with the mic.
1: I said it was not your fault. You didn't wait because it was like "Ah, 2009, 2009. Didn't you guys wait at all? Four children. I said no, not your fault. You didn't wait like us. Yeah. Wow. You know, when people don't, there's always a story behind your glory.
2: Yeah. Mm. Wow. Can we appreciate Shadi for that? That was that was awesome. So so the, the other question um, I, I would like to ask, and this would be to the both of you. So if you are gonna to, to maybe to advise maybe singles, the married, what is that thing that you can say has kept you for the past seventeen years plus? So if you'd maybe, you know, advise the singles, I mean, talk to us. Seventeen years is not been...
1: Let me start with the couples first. Yeah.
0: you oh, want to go first? Praise God. <laughs> okay. Um, well, for the singles, let me start with the singles. We met in school. I was yeah. in 100 level. And he was in? It was in 100 <laughs> level, in level wow. so we were actually in the same class. You know. But I saw him and I told my friends, I said, I'm getting married to this guy. Ah, and <laughs> wow, and you know, and my friends would be like, Andre, we better don't deceive yourself because you'll see fine, but you'll see finer guys and all that, and you know, it, it just went like that. And then he came to me, and you know, we became friends. He would ask for my, he would ask my name and all that. Okay, let me. He said that I was going to reveal his secrets, so <laughs> let me reveal a little of his secret. Funnily, it was, if his friend. He liked me fine, so his friend told him to scope me for him for his friend. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> okay. You know, so he, he helped him to scope him for himself. <laughs> you know, so or when... rather than
2: scoping you for his friend. <laughs> Is personalized, he's coping.
1: Sorry. No, he's like this. Anytime you are flying and they are running you through the safety stuff, they tell you to take care of
0: yourself.
2: First. So you sorted yourself.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, so, um, but there was something um, I saw in him. Mm. First, it was his passion for God. Mm. And I'll be like, this fine boy, so to speak, and he's all out for God even in, uh, in the generation where, you know, it's more like... It's not popular. It's not popular, you know. And then the second thing was his sincerity. Mm. It was just very sincere and very plain. Mm. It wasn't one to, you know, try to make things look big, even mm. when they are not big or look small. It was just himself. It was just very mm. plain. But I always say something that, thank God I was wise enough to know to see where it was going, mm. you know. But of course, when we were in school, it wasn't a case of we'll get married eventually. Yeah. It was just a case of, okay, let's go out with each other. But by the time we got, I, we got to my final year, I knew that, okay, this is it. And so we moved on. We broke up for a while, actually. For, in my final year, we broke up for about two, three years. <laughs> we broke up. And why, why, and why, why, why did you break up? Well, it was more like, should I say he broke up with me? Because I think he started feeling like, ah, this is getting too serious. Yeah. And I've not explored. I've not explored and it's getting serious. So I think he was probably kind of intimidated or he wasn't, un- he was unsure then. Maybe that he wasn't
2: willing to give that level of commitment exactly, at the time. I don't
1: know how I would like to actually give the singles, you know. What happened then was, a lot of my friends were complaining, Shadi was all over me, come to my room, let me arrange, let me do this, and anytime she was doing that, all of us would be looking at her, but the moment she stepped out of the room, guys would be like, ah, ah day. this girl will not give you breathing space, ah, <laughs> and at the point, I felt choked, oh. and I said, mm-mm, but I have been saying it to my friend that, thank God for mercy. Mm. thank God for grace mm. because I don't know who would have been able to handle me. Because I remember it was a watch night service mm. and Pastor Head in the what I, I was on the rock yeah. he said ask God for anything or whatever you wanted God to do for you in the new year and the only thing I asked was God I would like to marry Shadiadeomi. that was the name that mm. and I picked my phone I called immediately after the prayer you don't just pray you take action. Immediately after the prayer I picked my phone I called the number. The number wasn't going. The
2: devil is a liar.
1: I said, no. I just dialed the other brother's number. But because of the, the separation period, they started looking at me like one bad boy in their house. So his phone rang, and he saw my number. He picked it. And he kept quiet for some time. <laughs> I, I told him I would like to speak with the younger sister. Wow. <laughs> he didn't know whether to cut the phone or to give it to her. But he ended up giving it to her. Okay.
2: Wow, awesome, awesome. So, um, can we please appreciate? <laughs> so, um, well, there's a question here. I would, I would ask about parenting after this, but I think we dealt with this. But I will still just ask for the person. He says he's having a future with a lady that is four or five years older than you, a barrier. So, I suppose this is from a guy.
1: For me, age is nothing but a number. Because of our culture here, and culture is so powerful that it will swallow any strategy any day. It's not only in relationships, in other areas of our lives. The most important thing is, are you convinced that this person is the one for you? And do you genuinely care for each other? Mm. One of the things I'd say to my... At times, I don't even remember my age. It's mm. just, it just suddenly dawned on me. There's this argument between the two of us. she be telling me, you're still... I said, no, I'm not a young guy. I'm going to be 48 this year. That like, I'm not wow. a young guy at all. <laughs> and I'm eager to join the... The 50 gang. Evergreen. Evergreen. Church. You know, the above 50s in, uh, in global, but they call them evergreen. And I'll be telling her, I'll become the secretary of, the, of that group. And <laughs> every time I said that to her, she's like, mm-mm, you are still a young man. I'm not a young man. I can't see that my hair is receding. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to use... <laughs> let me do that. Just a joke.
2: Wow. Praise God. Okay, so age is just... No. no. Praise God. All right. What do you do when your husband don't appreciate you in words or other ways? Oh. And when you tell him, he says, do you see my heart? He isn't changing, and as a wife, I feel easily weirded out by this. So the person says, Oh, don't you Do you see? Do you, how do you know that I don't appreciate you? Do you see my heart?
1: You know, there's something I put in my note. I couldn't go into it because of the time. Okay. Two things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you from my note. I learned to consciously say something nice to Shade every day. I must say something nice about her every day. And there's something I put her. I said, if you treat a man as he is, he will stay as he is. Mm. But if you treat him as he were what he ought to be and could be, he will become bigger and better man. And it's the same way too. I want to tell us some things. I want to, the way we talk in the office, in short, people in my office like, ah, didn't you people sleep in the same house?
2: <laughs>
1: you no, know, they gave me a very funny name in the office. Ah, baby boy, Kilo day. <laughs> because if I'm in the office, before oh, nine in the morning, Shadow will call me. Before twelve, at least I will get like three calls from her. Before five, that I'm closing, at least will. So if you check my phone, once I start dialing a number, my phone will just complete the rest for me. <laughs> okay, you want to dial your wife? Because there are times I want to call my younger sister, and I'll just dash at this number, and I phone. will... oh my God, Bola, you've eaten this vegetable so much. But I consciously say something great to her every day. And another thing I do, I'm not telling you all the good sides alone. Don't we have issues? Of course we do. I'll tell you one of the one of the areas where we used to have serious issues. I like to see the the fuel gauge in the car in full. That is the way I drive. But anytime I enter shade's car and I see it in the middle, I become afraid. And I'm like, ah, ah, what is wrong here? And I was angry. I, it was so bad that I reported that to my pastor because of that little thing. And guess what my pastor said to me? He said, there will be good solution here. Anytime you enter a car and you see that fuel gauge in the middle, take that car to the gas station and fill it up. And I started doing that. And I started doing And guess what? From the moment I started doing that, it becomes something I, in short, yesterday, I filled all the cars. Before now, I will see seaweed bottles. Once I see six, seven bottles, I, what are we doing? But I've given them upkeep money now. But these days, I don't care. Once I see those bottles, I put them in the car. On my way to the gas station to fill the cars, I replace all those bottles. I fill them up. And I don't have issues with Can that. we just case.
2: put that? ah oh, come on. <laughs>
1: you know?
2: Celebrate (laughs) grace.
1: You know, and how do you show someone that I love this person? One of the ways to demonstrate that you love is by giving. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. Apart from a birthday, wedding anniversary, when was the last time you went out of your way to pick something for your spouse? This is something you should do effortlessly. Effortlessly. Like, I'm so happy we're in Lagos today. I will tell you why. Because thank God I'm gonna say that so that she will oblige me. We'll visit University of Sion Island tonight.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, yesterday we took the children to my sister's place. The moment she got back to the house, two of us were just so happy. Ah we're loading the house! <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my you guys should not come out spoil our ministry. <laughs>
1: wow. Actually, Pastor we didn't do anything, you know, but we're just so happy that just, ah, I mean that just time together. together. together.
2: Ah, yes. The children, you know, yesterday, our children they will come and then they will be knocking, 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 and we, and we say, guys, can you guys leave? <laughs> like we are talking, like we say, okay, 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 and they, they will just go reluctantly. They will come back again. <laughs> Can you guys just leave us alone? <laughs> you know, not that... Uh, uh, come now. After all, we are not even saying anything. <laughs> so, I mean, it should be like that. You should enjoy the company of your spouse. I think you should say it. You should act it. You should act it. Don't... When I was in school, there was a guy. They were dating, so I, I pastored them. So, the guy doesn't like to say, I love you. I mean, he didn't like it. So, he will now say that... Um, that the lady would, would tell me that would tell, talk to this, this guy's name was Yinka. So he would say ah, that's, I love her now. Ah, I left here. She was in the kennel. I came to the kennel to look for her. Ah, what more do you want me to do? Say okay. You, you can record it. I love you. And give it to her to be playing to herself. When she wants to hear it, she will just listen to it. Such men are not in grace made. By faith. In Jesus' name. So say it, do it. Don't just think it in your heart. Praise God. It's only God that sees your hearts. Men, see actions. So let us see actions. So if you have questions, we have a code on the screen. You can just scan it, and then we have a link.
1: You know, Pastor so Sean, can... I put something in my notes here. I said, bad marriages are full of destructive words. Mm. Good marriages are full of powerful and inspirational words. Wow. Most times, you know, when Shade comes back from the salon. And I'm not noticing, or I'm not seeing, or I've not said anything. You just see her shaking. After some time, can't you see? If you, you have to understand your partner. Know what yeah. works for him. If you have to, some women will get angry. Uh-uh, you didn't love me. No, tell him. Tell him that, okay, uh-uh. What we what what you to say I, about me Yes. And sometimes, guys, pay for it. Pay for it. How do you... You know, some of us work in some sectors where they believe your wife should not know some things about you. They believe if your wife should know that area of your life, your wife can kill you. If your wife knows how much is going to come back to her after your demise, that your wife can kill you. But anytime they send me my stuff in the office, I don't tell her. I forward it to her phone. Mm. See where we are standing today. Thank God for where i mean Because it reminds me of where we are coming from. Yeah. Right, guys, I got married when I was earning 20k. Jesu, I don't even want to remember, it was not funny, but thank god. You know, one of the things Shadi will give me the money to pay for stuffs, then as in mm. to own my ego. So, mm. when I do some things today, we, we did something in Ibadan recently. We told someone to uh, do evaluation on a property for us, and the guy asked me what name should I put on. I said, Mr. and said, No, he asked me, Mr. Amiseno. I said, No. And Shadi. The guy said, no, sir. I mean, the name of the father, yes. He called me in the evening again. Sir, he's saying I should put your wife's name. So I said, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Perventure, I want to sell the house tomorrow. I'll always tell her. She will know about it. Whatever they are paying me in the office, I'll always tell Shadiya, ah, I'm expecting so, 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 and so. This investment matured so, 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 and so time. I can give her my card. Take this money the same way. And guess what? I don't remember her pin. Wow. If Shadi gives me a pin, a card now, I have to ask her for her pin because I don't remember. A man will always be a man. You are a protector. You are a giver. You are the priest. Wow. That's a shout. Wow. Awesome.
2: So there's there's a question that I have. Um, I think I have a few questions here, but I want to ask a question not just for the single, even those who are married, people say romance without finance is a nuisance. So I want to ask, how do you manage um, romance without finance? So how do you manage a marriage, you know, that the guy has or the lady has all of those things, but the only issue is just the finance? So how do you pull through? How do you still, you know, keep it going, you know,
1: there was something I put in my notes. I said, the problem is not the problem. But the way you view the problem is the problem. is the issue. Mm. I remember Shade would tell, would tell me then, Bolaji it's not about the money. Even with his popcorn, let's just go out. Yeah. Let's just sit somewhere. Let's just talk. Yeah. Let's mm. just throw. I mean, mm. do you know how we started our love walk? Mm. We go to the zoo. The animals, they were, the, they were our friends we got to UI Zoo. we will just be talking at the zoo, just, I mean, admiring her. Ah, God, I'm going to make money to take care of this baby one day. Guess what? I said something to her during those love walks that I'm going to do this for you. I couldn't do that for 16, 17 years. I gave her a present this January, and she said to me, do you know you promised me this amount 17 years ago? I couldn't wow. do it for 17 years. But she remembered the day I dropped it. So, it's not about now. It's about the art. Wow. If you don't have it now, let her know that, oh, I don't have it. But if I have it, I can do it. But from that little, like I tell people, if you cannot give from 1,000, you won't be able to give from 10,000. If you can't give from 10,000, you won't be able to give from 1 million. So, with 1,000, you've not shown her that you love her. You can't, when was the last time you bought an anchor chip from the 1,000? You can't remember. And another thing I noticed about Shade, once in a while, we give our money. Don't buy anything for us. We don't need anything. The children, just for you. And guess what? Shade will still use that money to buy stuff for the children and still buy for me. And, I'm, and I'll be laughing. But ah, God, thank you that I didn't miss this babe. Thank God I didn't miss this babe.
2: Thank you very much. There's a question here. Um, okay. Let me. I'm trying to pick the one that... It says, uh, my husband um, sees me, always asks me for support in the house. E.g., baby, please help me spread the clothes while I'm doing other things. As I'm wanting equality in house chores. This lady is saying that she wants equality in house chores. But the husband is always sending out to go and do house chores. So she's saying, how do I go about
0: this? (laughs) Praise God. I'm trying to, you know, wrap my head around the question. Is it um, the wife? So so
2: the wife, right, from this question, the wife, um, the husband is always asking her to do chores. Even while she's doing something, Something he would tell her again to go and help him do other things. But she wants equality. She don't, doesn't want to feel like, you know, he's always telling her to go and do something. Just go and do something.
0: Okay. Well, um, from my own point of view, when it comes to house chores and, you know, taking care of the owls, somehow it's not the woman's function. It's not the primary function Okay, no, let me say it's not the woman's function. Mm. But somehow it is the woman's primary function Mm. in the house. It's more of the man helping out. Yeah. So if the woman is the one saying, okay, my husband is not helping out now, well, maybe. But if, if it's a case of, I want equality of functions... Well, the question is, is the man always around? Because even if you work as a woman and then you get back, if you want equality of functions, I'll probably say maybe get the help. If you're getting overwhelmed and you need, some, you need someone to help you out, you probably get the help. It doesn't have to be an expensive one. I don't have a living help. I have someone that comes in about three or four times a week, cleans up and all that, does every other function that we need to do, and she leaves because I just want that privacy around my house. So, if um, if you need help from the man and he's not given, there are times I just tell my husband, okay, I need you to do something for me. I, I, okay, before I there are times the, the help Okay, I know she doesn't come on particular days. And so I tell him the night before. The house manager is not coming tomorrow. I would need you to help me do this, this, and this before you go to work. And then when he wakes up in the morning, he already has it behind the back of his mind that even though I'm going to work, I need to help her with this, this, and this. He usually takes the children to school. He loves doing that. So... It takes the children to school, except when it's totally impossible for him to do that, so then I, I come in. So I, I, I would advise that you asking for equality of functions is probably like making it look like a, 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 a very hard situation, and it, it's looking as if, if you don't do this, I also won't do it. Naturally, it comes with being a woman. You are the housemaker. You, you are the one that wants to make everywhere look neat. You are the one that wants to make everything be in place. And then if you need help and it's not coming from anywhere else, you can ask your husband for it.
1: Let me look at that question from a man's angle. The way you ask at times matters. The way you ask matters. So if you said equality, you've missed it completely with a man. Yeah. I said I was going to tell us the second story. Funnily... That was something close. I said, if you were to ask a married couple what caused the marital conflict they just experienced, you probably get two different answers. Maybe Julie would tell you Mike doesn't help around the house enough Mm. and uses pressure at work to justify it. Mm. Mike then would tell you Julie expects way too much and is not very understanding about the stress I'm under. Mm. Can you see my own story? Right. Now, there's something that men don't joke with. Their ego. Bola J darling, can you help me just? You know, there's a way a woman is smiling at you, and she's sending you to go and load the washing machine, <laughs> wash the plates, but she's telling you in a way that
2: <laughs> you say, Is there any other thing you need me to do?
1: Yes. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, the way you put it, yeah. but starting from the point of equality you've missed it you missed with it a man completely,
2: you know. you missed it with a man thank you so much I will be, we need to move fast now alright this one says I was a sweet guy sweet words PDA kind of guy sorry what's PDA <laughs> okay PDA kind of guy but I lost this vibe after three horrible incidents I mean, using PDA and sweet words for me is really a problem now. How do I get this groove back? I miss myself, really. Yes. I think from the way this question looks like a married person. Okay. I was a sweet guy. Sweet words. PDA kind of guy. But I lost this vibe after three horrible incidents. I mean using p d a and sweet words for me is really a problem now. How do I get this group back? I miss myself really
0: okay praise god for um this for the um the situation to get this bad, that person was probably a good person yeah. p d a kind of guy, and then things happened, probably it was taken for granted and then he had to change. Well, to get the groove back, I would say, you're probably thinking that you need to change your spouse, and that's why you had to stop doing some things, just to probably come to the level that you can find yourself, that you, have, you found yourself now. Yes, love grows and love dies, and it gets to a stage, and you're just like he said when you know he was talking to us that, love is not all it takes. You get to a stage and you're looking at yourself and, so how did I even end up with this person in the first place? You're wondering and then, you know, you bring yourself back and you say, okay, it was actually worth it. So if, what was your purpose in the first place? What was your, you, you have a reason. You have, What was your why? What was your reason for getting, for being in a relationship with this person and for getting married to this person? Your reaction, you shouldn't be, one that reacts to things all the time, you shouldn't be the one that okay, because she has probably changed, and that's why I've also changed, or because situations and circumstances in the marriage life has happened in the marriage, and that's why I've changed, but you' are missing who you used to be, so I would say go back to what you used to be, go back to what you used to be, and you'll find out that your spouse your, your spouse will automatically change, so because she also misses that person that you used to be yeah. That's just the truth. She misses who you used to be. So go back. Don't even think that, okay, what has happened is probably what made me change. Go back to where you used to be and you'll see the difference.
2: Wow! Thank you so much. That was a powerful one. This one says, I missed it in my first marriage. And it's been over three years now. I've been separated with a daughter. I have decided to move on with my life and my daughter. Please, Pastor. What is your advice and counsel for me?
1: As in, counsel in which area now? Is the marriage, are we separated or we're divorced?
2: Separated.
1: Separated. Yes, that's the words. You know, it's used here. One of the things when it comes to issues of separation, under what ground did we separate? That is a factor to be considered. You know, because I've had something like irreconcilable differences. There's a particular issue I'm handling currently. The lady wants to have a way to force seven in some areas. And I'm, and I'm like telling her, babe, it's not like this, though. We're telling to you that we've been married, this is our 18th year, but it shouldn't be nice and it shouldn't be just on, my, on her part. Not to let you know that we thought of breaking up like three times. Right. Yes. And one of them was even recent. I was it last year or two years ago. I was really angry. About two years ago. I was really pissed. Oh wow. And I said I was gonna walk away. Wow. And I actually told my pastor I was gonna walk away. And when my pastor sent for her, you know she just took it I mean casually that like, go away, Pastor? Me, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have father, I don't have mother.
2: <laughs> I don't have father, I don't have mother.
1: I don't have father, I don't have mother. So where will I go? And that eats me, that Balaji, you are a father. Wow. I don't know on, on what ground the separation happened. But if you have to move on for your sanity, please move on. I'm doing a course on mental health now. We notice that a lot of men are bleeding. Because we don't have the right support system for men. When women gather, 30, 20 minutes, they're talking about their issues. Oh, I'm going through this. But guys don't talk about that. They're talking about you March, Asna March. And the man feels, if I should, let Pastor Sheo know that I'm going through this. I will look vulnerable. Yes. So the suicide rate among men now, between the ages of 40 and 49, is on the high side now. A guy said to me, MOB, I was driving on Tom Bridge, that I heard the water talking, saying, come, oh. come. And that was my first time of hearing such a thing. When I told my, one of my senior friends, she said, "Mob, same. I mean, she heard the same thing from another person somewhere that he had the urge to jump into the water because men are going through stuff." I started praying with men since July. You need to hear the kind of testimonies that has been coming my way. Only men. A lot of men. In short, I was telling Shadi last night a woman sneaked into that prayer meeting. How did we know during the prayer at the point? Our voice just came out. God, dude. I said, ah, we, are, we have a woman in the house. Yeah. So please move on with your life if it has to do with your sanity. Over time, it, by the time you keep working on yourself, a time will come. People will see that it's a new you. It's a new you. There are things I'm doing today, like the issue of helping in the house. It used to be a big deal for me. I had the mom, or growing up, I grew up in a place where they believe men don't come into the kitchen. I remember the first time my mom saw me in the kitchen. Wow, apology, kilo de, kilo fire. But over time, I told my mom, like the Yoruba people, I'm sorry, with all apologies, this is I'm, I'm about to step on a dangerous ground here. When we go for family meetings, I don't allow my wife to do all those Yahwole thing, you know. No, she doesn't do that. She doesn't do that. The kind of respect you give me is the kind of respect you give my wife. So where I'm seated is where my wife sits. So, we don't do that from the, from the day one. We established that. Initially, some people were not comfortable with it. But today, they've seen it as, ah. Mm. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it.
2: All right. Thank Otherwise. you so much, MOB, for that. Awesome. So, um, I, I understand the link is no longer working. But we're just going to take two questions anyways. And then we can, we can close. So that we don't keep us still like we did last Sunday. Simple mind. So somebody says, What is the place of faith when you and your fiancé are both heirs? Both are convinced they heard God clearly and they've got peace in their mind regarding it.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll just give my own opinion and then I'll hand it over to my husband. In my own opinion, wisdom is profitable to direct. Right. Can you handle what is going to come? Faith, yes, I love him. I'm convinced and everything. But at the end of the day, can you handle it? If, you can, if you're sure you can handle it, please go ahead. There's nothing God can't do. Who says, because you're both heirs, you're going to have a sicker child? That's what science says. Mm. That's not what the Bible says. So if you can handle it, and you know, and you're sure that you're sure that you're sure that you can handle it now, go ahead. If you're having doubts that, uh, am I sure I can handle what's going to come my way? Wisdom is profitable to direct.
2: All right, MOB. Thank you.
0: Me, I'm not going to touch at this line. I'm going to
1: tell you bluntly. No, no, no. I told you the title of my message, When Love Is Not Enough. I saw a lady... SS lady that died, one of my moms, I think, I think the mother was my mom's friend. During a crisis, this lady will be cursing the parents that you, you put me through this. And the site, in short, reading that question, I just quickly saw that sight now. Seeing her in pains. I said, no. No. It's a, For me, it's a no-no. There's some things. See, it's just like we've gone so far. Mm. We've I won't say spiritualized because you are a spiritual being. You don't, as a spiritual, as a born-again child of God, you are a spirit being. But wisdom is profitable to direct. It's just like saying, I've seen a lot of Christians. You know you pay your rent every January because you are a faith being. January, you're not doing anything about it. February, you're not doing anything about it. Then December, your problem, you want your problem to become my problem. I mean, it doesn't go. And if I don't respond the way you want me to respond, you feel MOB is, I mean, they quit, I'm not a Christian, and he calls himself a Christian. I don't bring sentiments into things like that. So same way, AS and AS for me, no, no. Is a no, no. Love is not enough. <laughs> Do you have the, I mean, it, a lot of people, I know a family, they live in the U.S. today. The man is a typical Yoruba man that doesn't want to live in the U.S. But because they have one SS, they've almost depleted all their resources they had to leave the country. Because to sustain, can you sustain it? Can you handle it? If, by chance, if it happens. So for me, it's a no-no. And I'm still a Christian no.
2: Can we appreciate Demovi for that? <laughs> Honest. So there's a last question here. And the question is, well, I'm sure there are still several other questions, but this is the last question we're going to be taking today. So the question is, what do you do when your spouse is not in the same thinking level with you? Your spouse is not in the same thinking. I think it's about mental. Yeah. He's not in the same thinking. I to take that. I want, I want to pick actually out something in my notes. All right. Yeah. Uh, I want to go first.
0: Okay. Okay, when we say, when we talk about thinking level now, I'm talking about level of I mean intellectual level. I'm thinking, that's what
2: I, that's why I think the question is, is, is intellectual.
0: Intellectual level. Okay, so before um, before I met my husband, there was a guy, you know, that I, I I knew he liked me and everything. But I asked myself, even though I wasn't even I mean I just left, I was just about to enter the university then. I said, look, I can't even... I can't stick this person. Why? Because when I'm talking A, he's going to be talking B. So intellectually, we're not on the same level. So yeah. I'm not even going to try it. Um, you need to develop yourself. Basically. You need to develop yourself to that level. There was a time I noticed I was losing my husband. Or, okay, yes, I was I was losing him. Because, I mean, it will... It would have conversations with some female friends and it would be on the phone for almost an hour and you know they are talking and I'm wondering what is this person saying to my husband that we, we don't communicate this much and then so I, asked, I told myself I said maybe what I'm saying is not interesting him anymore maybe what I'm saying is and I realized that it was moving at a very fast rate Yeah, that's I knew I, I needed to you step to up. You had catch up, yeah. I, need, I needed to catch up. And so, see, even if you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, you are marketing yourself. Uh, you're constantly marketing wow. yourself. So there are times I know, okay, it's almost... It, it will soon be home. Guess what I do? I have a bath. I dress up. And I wait... As in, I dress up too. Okay, there was a day he told um, a woman that, oh, I loved the dress you wore yesterday. And so I asked him, oh, what about dress was she wearing? And he said, oh, she had this black dress on, you know. I said, okay, no problem. You know, the way he said it, I, I really love the dress. Okay, the next day, before I got back from work, I wore a black dress. <laughs> Glory! <laughs> you know? So you have to constantly market yourself and so you don't, Chippen yourself. Oh, I'm married now, so I can relax. Throwing wrapper up and down the house. I've entered my comfort zone. No. You constantly match up to. Whether it's if if it's the wife that is moving faster than you, you constantly match up to, to, to your spouse. If your husband, if you find out that your husband is moving at a faster rate, you match up because eventually you lose that person. He you, you won't be able to communicate with... you. you won't be able... To, nothing you say will interest him anymore. Right. Because he's talking about the economics. Two days ago, I asked him, I said, what do you think about the E-Naira? And I started reading up ah, on the E-Naira. You have stared up
2: something you never <laughs> be.
0: <laughs> and I started reading about it. I want to have conversations with him that will... At the end of the day, we both feel fulfilled. Yeah. Not talking about... You know, there are some things... We, we, when we, we talk to couples, there are some things they say, and I'm wondering where did they get themselves from uh, he does he does not he says he does not love me oh it, i'm wondering what do you people discuss you should discuss i mean <laughs> if you discuss things that are intellectual stimulate, intellectually stimulating you will know that yes we are rubbing off on each other you will know that yes we are we are we are on the same page you know we are on the same page but so if you find out that you are not on the same level upgrade 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 you know, one
1: very good example that came that just jumped at me. For men in the house, you have to be deliberate about if you're the only one developing yourself, then, I'm sorry using that word, you're wicked. You're, not, you're selfish, and that's not good. So how do you do it? And don't, there's a way you go about it again. Don't be too harsh. Change Sudden change at times could, might not work. If I want Shadi to listen to something... Like, um, there's this person I listen to a lot, Robin Sharma. I have practically all his books. And I wanted Shadi to flow into Robin Sharma. I didn't know how to do it. I'd just be playing his audio tapes around the house, my quotes from Robin Sharma. And one day, I saw her doing a morning devotion. And guess what she was doing, as, using as devotional? Robin, Robin Sharma books. <laughs> so she listened to Robin Sharma now. Initially, I'm so much into Kulishoreo. I listen to Kulishoreo a lot. Initially, Shadi was like, ah, ah, this man, you know, there's a way he talks. Yeah. My yeah. material is $750. I'm not you sorry buy about it. it. You don't it. buy it. <laughs> that's your problem. <laughs> and Shadi was like, ah. but today, yeah. she loves Kulishoriyo. I listen to John O'Biddy a lot. Yeah. Initially, Shadi was like, ah, but this guy's arrogant. See the way he's. But today, night school till 2 a.m., we're there. Yeah. Anyone should be, ah, I mean, Balaji, do you have the recording? Can I have it? Before, I can't imagine myself telling Shadi I want to change my iPad. But if I, want, if I want to give her one funny excuse now that, Shadi, this thing cannot take my books again. <laughs> she will give me the go-ahead to spend a million dollars to buy an iPad. Because she knows yeah. how oh, for his books. Yeah. Because we are doing the books together now. Right. We are doing the books together. So the, even mommy Gio had to go and learn mathematics because of that Gio. Wow. So even so at that level, if they are doing that, so don't lose your spouse. So they can and solve equations man, together. So consciously, yes. Consciously carry her along. If you come to the house, I have different things playing in different parts of the house.
2: Yeah.
1: If you don't like noise, you might not like heaven, no. <laughs> because the Bible says the 24 elders in heaven, they are constantly... So I have a speaker playing something downstairs. Yeah, My library, there's something playing there. There's
2: a screen in, My in the library iPad, showing different things. Yes,
1: pieces. and I have a screen showing different. All the pictures I have, <laughs> I have this digital display, displaying all of them. If you come to the kitchen, there are times I bring my phone. I'm playing something. I see if I want to mix something. I wish I need to listen to something playing on my phone. I just drop it carelessly on the fridge. Okay, please, can you give me the milk? Can you give me... then I will now intentionally forget the phone in the kitchen and leave. Intentionally, <laughs> You know, do you forget things intentionally? No, now. So I intentionally drop the phone. And she'll just come, ah, I like that message. I like that. There's, a, there's this new thing in our house now. When you say... Deep. There's a way we ask. We ask you, how deep? Because for something that is deep for this, for someone here, might be someone else's. So if you tell us deep, we just ask you, how how deep? deep. How deep? So for us, you have to be delicate. And for the children, we're not even stopping at ourselves. Mm. We're teaching our children. Someone said, um, at least once a month, we want to take them out. We want to go and eat. We want to teach them how to use the cutlery. Mm. A lot of men in their 18s, in their 20s, they don't know how to use cutlery. Yeah, They can't go out. They don't even know how to... This I is learned it last year. <laughs> this is the cup for wine. I'm supposed to be on this side. Yeah. These are things that are very... You have to be deliberate about it. Pastor Shew, I got to church one day, and I saw this lady, and I walked up to her, and I brought out my wallet. And I gave her money. Please take your car to the car wash. I wasn't being nice, but I don't like dirty cars. Now, Shade is catching the flow. Balaji (laughs) does not like dirty cars. And he's rubbing off on her. Because I can't imagine, and my driver too, and and there's a way God blesses me with drivers that they can wash the paint off your car. (laughs) (laughs) Because it sees my heart. So, man, let's be deliberate about that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can we appreciate them?
2: As they go to take their I say thank you so much. Wow. This is a master class. This is a master class. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can we celebrate them one more time?
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show our podcast like, and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Ushibeson or at NG.